0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Circle of Slime. It's me, your boy, Skinny, and I'm joined by Jazzy J and the one yeah. and only Ozzy Fresh.
1: What up? Happy Loser Monday once again, everybody. Oh, yeah. what, yo, we had a good
0: stretch. We had a good stretch of Victory Monday, boys, and it's fucking gone just like that. Now
1: we're having a it's small stretch of
2: losing Mondays. It's oh, a long it's... season. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I hope so, man. It's looking rough for the Miami Dolphins, but... um to the audience welcome back uh like we told you guys back to our regularly scheduled programming uh so excited to be here with you today uh for the people that are watching uh don't forget to hit that like button on youtube definitely helps us with our algorithm uh, we got a full slated show for you today the fact of the day she's back the drink of the night she's back that he did what she's back am i missing anything else fellas Bochinche hour. Bochinche hour. We're gonna need to bring that <laughs> fucking back <laughs> with all this losing that we're going that's going on with the Miami Dolphins. There's definitely a lot of bochinche going on, and let's fucking have a little bochinche hour right now. Um man, fellas, we took another L at the hands of the New York stinking jets. Uh, I was hoping we talk- the stinking was
1: in there this time, yeah.
0: Man, we talked about it last week. Uh, we thought that we had more than enough to overcome a team like the New York Jets. Um, I did not think that we would also have to overcome a game where Teddy Bridgewater only took one snap. Um, Xavier Howard didn't play, Teron Armstead didn't play. I don't want to sound like the excuse machine, but fuck that was a lot of missing players for the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. You give the Jets their credit. Um, not only did they beat us, they fucking ran it up on us, and they put 40 points on the scoreboard, fellas. Um, I think when they come to Miami, we owe them an ass-whooping, a fucking straight-up Cuban Hialeah Palisa. Like, they deserve it. Correa. Uh, with the correa, the chancleta, a fucking broomstick. Like, we have to give Martín. it to them. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they made an effort to um, – Not only kick us while we're down, but put their foots on our fucking throats. The New York Jets, the New York stinking Jets did that to us. Um, Jason, you're biting your lips. You're biting your tongues. I know you want to fucking get after it. So I'm going to give it to you first, man. Reaction from this week's Dolphins loss at the hands of the New York stinking Jets.
2: You know what? We do owe them that, Palisa, because I felt like they embarrassed us a little bit. They, they, they went through their touchdowns, doing the little waddle dance and then doing the, the peace sign when they did the pig, you know, I, I really felt that. Uh, I wasn't happy about it when I was watching it. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I miss our quarterback and, and that's, that's the 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 ands if and buts about it it stops and drops right there with our quarterback uh we were in the game in the fourth quarter and then you had the turnovers from Skyler but good lord man I never thought that I would miss Tua so much I always knew that I loved him and that he was a great quarterback but holy crap these backups are really making me miss our starter
0: yeah it was uh pretty rough um it it's really like put into perspective like how much Tua means to this team and even somebody like me who really fucking hates that guy um i miss him i miss him a lot uh we got the the comment section is going up now getting some love on twitch uh shout out to Moboy. he says he misses our cornerbacks um, yeah, I miss too. our cornerbacks too, bro. We were without Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, and it really showed like I miss our cornerbacks and I miss our fucking quarterback. Um, I never thought I'd say it, but Jesus man, can we get to a back on the field? Um, Slime, I'm gonna come to you now. Uh let's get a reaction from this week's loss, and I'm just gonna keep saying it at the hands of the New York stinking jets.
1: Well, to be honest, man, it was a pretty close game. Even though we lost Teddy early on and it was kind of just a shitty performance from the offense all around, we were in that game all the way through the fourth quarter up until a missed field goal by Jason Sanders that would have put us in the lead 20 to 19. We then get blown out 21 zip in the fourth quarter, and that's how we end up losing that game. Um, I, I think, like you said, they came prepared to play. They knew we were shorthanded on defense, especially in the cornerback section, and they took advantage of that. Our tackling was just beyond atrocious. Their running game was just, Brees Hall looked like an MVP candidate out there against us, and that just can't happen. Um, our O-line, even with Scott Thompson, we were praying every day this season before it started that Scott Thompson would get in that lineup and show us the difference You know between a big, strong quarterback and Tua. And there was just no time for him to even think of going anywhere you know it was just such bad offensive line play he was getting rushed he was just again another player that was thrown in not necessarily knowing it was their time and i feel like he was playing catch up with the playbook he even lost his playing cards in one of the plays if i'm not mistaken and it looked like all hell broke loose in the huddle the offensive line were confused the running the wide receivers were confused they had to call time out so clearly it's not like Tua, who who's been embedded in this shit since mcdaniels took the job and you can tell um and it was just a rough through and through and of course against of all fucking teams it was this one and uh fortunate loss we just gotta hopefully Teddy can come back next week if not you know Skyler's gotten full week rep with practice and and we tried again against the Vikings luckily we're at home
0: yeah man um it was just really bad (laughs) it almost I'm just watching the game and to the audience I'm sorry to say this because I, I'm not going to be your guy that keeps you optimistic. Um, that, That'll that be Jason's role if he wants to play that. That's Mind his...
1: how the turntables have turned, by the way. This was, this... this was Jason, you know, two years ago and forever. And now you're coming in the mix and being the Jason of the negativity Nancys.
0: I'm, it's it's got to be me. And uh, even I was saying it from the beginning of the year, even with Tua as the quarterback, that um we were – uh eight and nine team that we weren't going to be that great, whatever. And, but I blamed Tua, you know what I'm saying? That's why I thought we wouldn't be that great. But then the season happened, we saw Tua play and Tua looked phenomenal. And we were on our way to be one of the better teams in the NFL. But um, those three weeks have passed and holy shit, just like that in the blink of an eye, I hate to say it, but we look like the Miami Dolphins again. And it's fucking happening. It's fucking happening. Uh,
2: if, if you look at the games though, and, and you break them down by quarter, going into the fourth quarter of, of both of those losses or all of the losses, uh, we've been in the game, we haven't been completely out of the game. So, I'm not completely rats off a ship on the Dolphins at this point. I think they're still going to be an 11 and 5, 12 and 4 type of team. And to get that record, you still have to lose either those four or five games. So, you got to let the season play itself out. Um, we Got ourselves off to a nice lead where we were, you know, three and uh, three and one. And now we're three and two. Uh, But we're still in a very good position. We're getting we're going to get our quarterback uh, going to get our quarterback back soon we know that he can run the offense proficiently and efficiently so once that starts to click together we're going to be in a a good situation and another bright thing that came out of that loss is the running game Raheem Mostert like he blew up finally came over for 100 yards and if you add that into the mix that to us that you're going to have with Tua coming back. I think you're in a very good position. The defense has to play a little bit better. We got to get healthier. That's it. We've always said this. The best ability is availability. And right now you got the guy behind center is gone. You got your two top corners are out. You're hurt all across the board. Let's get healthy. Let's get our team back on track. We got the running game coming in. I'm excited. I'm not, you know, I'm not rats off a ship right now.
1: And to piggyback on that, you know, last week's episode like this is the rut of games where we need to figure this shit out right against yes. the lesser lesser teams right Correct. so hopefully with the depleted roster we can make adjustments and still get those dubs in the next upcoming weeks but if not come when we, come when the season gets rough again we have byron jones back we have hopefully a fully ex- healed Xavier howard we have Tua back we have teron armstead back and this is a whole different team you know so hopefully this next game, you know, we don't let it get away too far from us and we end up 3-3 and or below 500. You know, we want to keep that stride going and hopefully Kirk Cousins, as usual, sucks it up and hopefully he does the same next week.
0: Yeah, um, that same guy that you guys just love to shit on, Kirk Cousins, but all that team is fucking does is win. It's all <laughs> yeah. they do. Another, and Justin another, Jefferson.
1: Another win that they squeaked out of their ass last yeah,
0: week. Well, yeah, win by an inch or win by a mile. The fucking Vikings are 4-1. and one. Justin Jefferson's got to be licking his fucking chops, getting to go up against Nick Needham and Cater Kohu. Like, feel like it's going to be a fucking shit show here in Miami uh, this week on Sunday. Um, We could talk about that for a little bit. Uh, Slime, I'll come to you first. Um, What the fuck do you think is going to happen this Sunday with fucking Justin Jefferson coming down here to South Florida? Like I said, licking his chops, looking at this depleted defense. No corners. Um, Holy smokes. It's going to be rough, isn't it?
1: I think they're going to have to risk playing their dominant cover one I know it's impossible to think a safety and a corner are going to be able to contain Justin Jefferson but you have to get to Kirk Cousins to not let him get the ball out in time that's the only way you're going to beat that receiving core by not letting him get it to that receiving core so I think uh, Melvin Ingram Jalen Phillips all these guys Christian Wilkinson they need to take whatever deer antler spray AP used, Giannis used and just get in there and fucking kick ass and get to the quarterback because if not it's going to be a long fucking Sunday absolutely you got to
2: try to make kirk cousins beat you you got to put pressure on him you got to rattle him you gotta destroy the pocket make him nervous put just attack 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 and you force him with his arm to try to beat you because if they're able to run the ball successfully and they're able to go into play action and sit back there and let him throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. And like you said, he's going to feast. He's going to be licking his chops. And the only way to stop that is to destroy the pocket up front. Christian Wilkins has to just bang the middle, and they have to eat up the edges and just crash the pocket. Make this guy nervous. Get into him. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. And just do like the Giants did to the Patriots every time they played them in the Super Bowl. Just destroy and win on on the line.
0: Yeah, man, it's definitely going to be interesting this week. Um, again, we don't know if two is going to play. Uh, we have no idea. I haven't heard anything. It's already Monday. Um, but um, it looks like it's going to be a rough one. We got another um, another message coming into the text line that says, these are the Dolphins I love. I do not know what success <laughs> looks like. My brother, I feel you. I feel you. We had three weeks of it. And it was so fucking great, and just like that, in the blink of an eye, it's gone, and we are one game away from being at five hundred again, and it just we're tr- we're trending down, and this is a a bad time to to be trending this way, in my opinion. I know, like, but you're you're, imp-
1: you're sounding so depressed, like it's our team's fault, like we're playing. It's bad like if Tua tore his ACL yeah, and he's out for we're, the we're,
2: year. We're,
1: yeah, bro. You you just relax. R E L A X. Give us some fucking time. Give people time to heal. You're you're already nuking our whole fucking season, and we don't even have half our team playing. Jesus, that's, that's the, the whole point.
0: That is the whole point, though. What when is Tua coming back? You don't but know. it's
1: Not just him. It's the whole roster. You're, exactly. You're
2: that is the reason for
1: panic. But they're not season-ending injuries. These yeah, are injuries and
2: are they are haven't played the all weeks. year, and we're getting to that point where you know what? I'd rather they they be out. This portion of the season than the latter portion of the season. Exactly. So, if they can get this portion Jesus. of that injury bug out in of the, the way check. and then be healthy the rest of the season, we'll be fine. I don't think there's a reason to panic right now because these guys are going to come back. It's not like they're not going to come back. These injuries aren't where it's indefinitely. We don't know when the hell they're, it's going to stop. So, we're, we're in a good position. I don't and think we one thing, we should the panic.
1: AFC is so weak this year. I feel like this is the time to be a mediocre team because you might squeeze into the playoffs if that's the case the nfc is busting everyone's ass they're looking good but our division you know our conference i should say is not as strong and i feel like you know we're still gonna probably get that six or seven spot. so i think we'll be okay man just give it time let us heal and we'll end we'll end the season like jay said you know hopefully 11 and six or 12 and five we'll see how it goes and you know hopefully we'll get there
0: my math is very good I'm not as optimistic, boys. I'm sorry. No,
1: clearly, just not.
0: Clearly not. Um, (laughs) There's, like I said, there's no timetable for these injuries. We're talking about these injuries as if they're like minor injuries, but you know what type of injuries these are? These are pestering, season, lingering injuries. Hamstrings injuries, but they're not indefinite things like that these hamstrings they come back bro and you gotta fuck this guy's fucking big toe is hurt and he's not playing holy shit that's gotta be a really fucked up big toe bro gotta be like if you're not playing because right? of your big toe OJ uh, he had, had to, to retire big.
2: for freaking turf toe like it's serious i get it
0: it's yeah it's not like, looking good
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like we said um we we have no timetable on two and then when two of fucking return guys how many games is he gonna play again like, like come man. on
1: this is this is why we talk to God at night, bro, to hope He lasts as long as He can <laughs> clearly well, then-
2: clearly the cat the cup is either half full or half empty, and I'm looking at it as half full, so same i'm okay
0: yeah i can't look at it half full right now it's I just
1: he picked up the glass and just shadowed it all over the floor
2: I don't yeah, I he, think he threw the shit on the ground he <laughs> said fuck <laughs> this i want
0: liquor bro like how, how long have we been dealing with this guys like i was we were talking about it the other day like um one of my friends texted me um he's usually a, a freaking follower of the show he was just talking about how we um, started 3-0, and I was like, yeah, we started 3-0 in the Adam Gase era, and then um, the comment was, but yeah, that's Adam Gase, but yeah, we didn't know that was Adam Gase at the time. In hindsight, yeah, that's Adam Gase, but it's like, fuck, like, this is what I'm used to as a Dolphin fan. You get all excited, they get you all good and feeling bubbly and you look like world beaters. Guys, we were number 1 on the power rankings just a week yeah, ago. Yeah,
1: andy, you got to remember. Yeah, we were 3 and 0, but we had that same team throughout the whole thing. We were 3 and 0, and then we lost half of our superstars on our roster. That's a big difference to say it's the same old Dolphins. It's not. Because yeah, not we were only that not healthy and then played shitty. That's fine. But we're missing key players. I think Bill Belichick said the four key positions that you need are defensive end, a corner, a quarterback, and I forget whatever the fuck the other one is. Left tackle. But Left tackle. There you go. And then we're missing three out of the four. (laughs) Like, literally. So, come on, man. Don't, Don't make it sound like it's the same trend. I mean, if you're talking just about luck, sure, this is our dolphin luck. This is what's happening to us fine. But it's not an epitome of what the team is because we have a depleted roster, and that's when we started shitting the bed. So, I don't agree let with you me, fully, just in part. Let,
2: let me say this. You saw, we've seen this exact same team go one and seven and then seven and one to finish off the year. We've seen them flip that switch and go crazy with the wins. And then they came out this year out the, they, they ran out like a bat out of hell with three and zero. they were crazy offensively on stride. And it's that same exact team. So, once they get healthy and everybody's back together, I have no reason to panic. I have only excitement to see them, to, to, to let that expectation play itself out. And that's it. I'm not going to, you know, sit here and be like, fuck, this is over with. You know, There's, it's that same team. I have no, It's just an injury issue. It's not a playing issue.
0: Yeah, uh, don't get it twisted. Um, you guys are 100% right. When healthy, we're good. But we're not healthy. Right now. And there's no timetable on our health, so I'm I'm not buying it right now. As far if I, I mean, have to, to
1: to an extent, right? We're not going to always be missing our left tackle, two starting corners, and our quarterback for the rest of the season. You can't say that we're going to have maybe pieces coming in, pieces coming out. If that's the case, but you can't say with certainty that all four of those positions are likely to never come back.
2: And it's football. People get hurt. You know, people, guys miss games. So that shit happens. You know, like I said, thank God it's happening at the beginning of the year and not at the end of the year because it's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what. We're getting it done now.
0: Yeah. um, Do we get a win on Sunday?
1: Hmm. who's starting <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what i'm trying to tell you guys this is the reason for rats off a ship actually the question and then it's another question in return you know it's well, it's, it's fucking no, dude, tough.
1: It's not rats off a ship it's, yeah it's that's just, different from saying we're gonna what take are an the L. facts yeah, likely we're gonna take it out <laughs> it's very likely considering right. who we're who we're facing um but that team as known to shit the bed on themselves all fucking season. Very so maybe true. they'll keep us in it and we won't miss that field goal or hit the fucking the post and it bounce out and we win a game. You know, maybe it'll be luck on our side with all the sun beaming on them. Maybe we'll get another fucking assistance from. The We're at hot, home hot team. Vantage.
2: Exactly. We're going to be at home. They have to deal with that weather. And they're issue. from Minnesota. They yeah, they're domes. from Minnesota. They play in the <laughs> Dome. they gotta going to have to play outdoors now. They got to deal with all that shit. Can Kirk Cousins do that? Can our defense step up and do it? Are we going to get some guys back from injury? Like a lot of these things have to be factored in. So yeah, let's see. You know? All right, let's make your predictions. Jay, coming to you first. I'm going to go Miami, man. We're going to come out with a W. I think between the weather and the defense stepping up, I, I believe it's going to be a tight game. Uh, it's probably going to end up in a I'm going to call a 24 to 15 type game. Uh, defense is going to win it for us and we're going to have a big win. I think the momentum of the running game is going to carry over. It's going to be a defensive running game type game and we're going to walk out of Sunday with another W. All yeah, can right, slime, looking? how you looking?
1: I think it's gonna be the complete opposite of that. I think the defense is gonna to have to save us and our offense is gonna to have to put up at least one touchdown. If our offense puts up one touchdown, then our defense will take care of one or two. Maybe our special teams will help us out too. And that's the kind of win we're gonna get uh, in my eyes. I don't foresee us, you know, being dominant, having to lead most of the game, not against that team, not against that receiving core with our depleted secondary. I think our defense is gonna to have to work for us. And if they can come through, we're gonna narrowly win by three points.
0: This is what I'm going to say. If Tua doesn't play, we're not going to get the W. Unfortunately. That's just just how I feel. I don't think think we win this game with Teddy. Um, I think the game that we needed Teddy to win was against the fucking Jets. Mm
2: -hmm. But
0: unfortunately, he didn't get to play. So um, I think if Tua doesn't play this week, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll hear something. We've been hearing nothing but good news. But because this was such a fucking disaster in the media... That's why this guy's probably going to be out longer than he has to be. But um, I think if Tua doesn't suit up, uh, it's another L. Unless, holy smokes, unless the defense plays out of its fucking mind. Which, by the way, guys, I think our defense only has one interception through fucking five games. Like, we are four
1: against Josh Allen, so that's on us.
0: Say that again? So we, we Dropped, dropped four. four. Against Joss, that dropped one. four. Yeah, it's kind of like our defense lost a lot of its magic, and a lot of those turnovers and stuff—that's that's magic that kind of just ends up happening. The two
1: guys that cause them all. Come on, of course.
0: <laughs> well, we fucking we haven't had it. However you want to look
1: at it, it's not well, happening. When
2: when those two guys come back, then the magic comes back because they are really the anchor. They cover up so that the pressure can be placed on the quarterback up front. So it takes all the pieces to work together. Yeah. uh, Let me ask you something. What did you think of the play of Skylar Thompson? Aside from the turnover at the end, what did you think of his play?
0: thought he was all right i didn't think he was fucking terrible um he didn't like do plays that you're like holy shit what the fuck are you doing you know how you get like those two through those two two of throws every game um Mm -hmm. i don't want to force you to admit that but it's true no i know what you're saying yeah he didn't do that um jesus christ the the, uh, offensive line was fucking terrible this guy right tackle greg little um he, he must be the fucking son of Jesse Davis because <laughs> dude, this guy's fucking awful, bro.
2: Jesse Davis he
0: is so bad. Um, and he had the running game going for him, he made some nice throws. Um, he clearly looked like he wasn't prepared though. Yeah, like he, rookie. he
2: yeah.
0: looked like a rookie being Seventh thrown rounder. into the fucking fire, which is exactly what it was. So, right. under all the circumstances, I think it was right. okay, but um
2: the give shit's over. I, I bought. Him I it on Tua. No, I, I bought it on, on Tua. Say that again. But give him a week to prepare. Are you like he's a backup? So can no.
1: Our the offensive come out with line is w? still
0: paying atrocious. So I don't. You could give him three weeks to prepare. It's just the offensive line. Is so just what really makes
1: Tua the difference if the if the
0: offensive line still sucks? Isn't that money? time of release? He's a quicker.
2: Yeah, he's a quicker. No, he the, gets two seconds. The, the balls out of his hands. Yeah.
0: Time of release. Um, the thing that I did like from uh Skyler was you saw the escapability and uh you the a- able to create plays. He's able to like um be creative and shit like that. So that was good to see. And when Tua does that, he's fucking getting dying. He just looks <laughs> yeah. so stiff
1: out there. Like you said, he was thrown into the fire literally. Um and he just looked like he wasn't ready and i think like jay said if if it's indeed a fact a week of practice i haven't been reading if he's taking first team reps or not i don't know if teddy's gonna start we really just don't know um but i think a week with the first squad and he did his due diligence in practice we're gonna see a different player hopefully because in preseason he literally played with his group all the time you know as a practice i mean now he's playing with who the practice squad guys when he does get reps in so who knows
0: yeah, uh, we got another one on the text line. It says, "As a dolphin, as a Dolphins fans, we are. As a Dolphin fan, we are naturally sad." viewers but andy you make me want to cut myself give me a knife i want to cut myself too it's <laughs> fucking rough i'm tired of this shit it's oh, gonna be okay I, everything's gonna it's be 100 percent on the health of the team clearly I, I know that it's not like we're playing bad football all of a sudden yeah but it's
2: not a schematic issue or a lack of talent it's just not injuries, at all. you know And we just got to get through the injury bug every team goes through it and we're going through it at the beginning of the season so let's yeah, get it out of the way and we know that we have a good quarterback under center so I look forward to him getting back
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting we'll see what happens this week we're gonna be shorthanded again whether it's no Xavier Howard um we've only gotten bad news from Byron Jones he's not recovering um they were talking about him starting week one guys Week one, there was potential for him to start week one. He's going on his fifth game that he's going to miss this week on Sunday. So we don't know when he's coming back. This guy's fucking toe is killing me. Um, drink of the night. I'm fucking – I need a. I need a fucking beer after this, man. It's drink of the night, fellas. We're done with the Dolphins talk. Somebody fucking
2: give it to me, please. All right, drink of the night. We're going to switch it up on you guys. Yeah. And uh, – <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and bring up uh, the drink of the night and I'll show you guys what we're having. It is Terrapin Beer Company in Athens, Georgia, Depth Procession Imperial IPA. So I'll go ahead and put that here. There you go. It's a nice, pretty little can we got there. And it says here Depth Procession, Depth Perception Imperial IPA begins with a series of complex malts far off in the distance The use of three distinct bittering hops bring this beer more into focus, while the three varietals of dry hops get you an up close and personal view of this three dimensional IPA. All right, let's give it a shot.
0: All right, that's a tremendous fucking sip,
1: bro. percent was that
2: again oh mama that's nine nine point
1: one percent
2: that is very beery. Yeah. very hoppy
1: <clears throat> what all right so the normal beers that you usually drink how's that how's that fair
2: oh, i don't like this i'm not gonna tell you right now <laughs> i don't like this at all um i uh you know i'll have a corona amberbach you know yingling um but this is this is very extremely hoppy. that really turns you off. all right it's 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 a very strong ipa i'm not a big ipa fan ipas in general um so this as it is it's a very strong ipa it's extremely hoppy you could taste it and i was thinking oh maybe it's just the aftertaste No, it's still there and it's from like the moment it touches your lips um the alcohol is intense i would say if you're really trying to go places (laughs) maybe two two of these will help you get there um but after that i'm calling it a night man so that's the beer of the night all right who is it from let's give them one
0: last shout out
2: terrapin beer company in athens georgia
0: nice all right so shout out to terrapin's beer company in athens georgia uh you guys just ruined jason's night but you might have made his wife's night if he drinks one more of those all right so we got a little game here we're gonna play with you guys um we'll start off we'll we'll take turns with each of you going um we're gonna have a little game called pretenders or contenders all right so you know how the game goes i don't have to explain it to you um first we're gonna start off we're gonna keep it in the fucking nfc because they are just rolling and um let's get real fucking spicy with it let's go right to the juggler um the dallas cowboys Ozzy Fresh, are these guys contenders or are they pretenders?
1: These guys are finding a way to get it done.
0: We lost them there. I was waiting for that to happen. All there he goes. He's back. There it is. I'm
1: back. I turned off the Wi Fi on my phone, so we're gonna just deal with some shitty image quality for a second, but anyhow. These guys have been finding a way to get it done. I don't understand how Cooper Rush is the second coming of Matt Moore, it seems, and he's Matt controlling Moore. things. <laughs> <laughs> controlling things and doing a great job handling that offense over there. It seems like their running game is picking up, not by Zeke, by Tony Pollard, but you know, they're they're winning games. So if they keep it up, and then when Dak comes back, they hit the same shit seamlessly. Or even if they let him come back, who knows? You know, you never know what the fans will call for at this point. Uh But I think they're contenders, man. I think they're going to get that wild card spot because obviously the Eagles are probably going to take their division. But good on them, contenders.
0: All right, Jason, contenders or pretenders? The Dallas Cowboys, they're one game back of the undefeated Eagles.
2: Absolutely. And first of all, I want to give a shout out to my cousin, Danny. I want to let you know you're going to enjoy this portion. Um, The Dallas Cowboys are absolute contenders. That defense is legit and they are missing their starting quarterback so when their starting quarterback comes back and they're able to put him on the center i think that that team is only going to get better they have a super bowl caliber type defense they are young um they're running the ball which is exciting because that is a very strong form of their offense and that's that's how you win games, defense and running game. And they have that perfect chemistry there and they're getting their quarterback. So they're only going to get better. The Dallas Cowboys are absolute contenders. And I'm not going to say that Philadelphia is the clear shot to win the NFC East. I know I called them as my dark horse at the beginning of the season. No, and I still believe in them. <laughs> I do. They're, they're my dark horse Super Bowl favorites to uh, come out of the NFC but I believe that the Dallas Cowboys are going to be nipping at their heels a lot closer and a lot tougher than what we originally expected. The Dallas Cowboys are absolute contenders. Yeah, we get to
0: see that game next week on primetime, the Cowboys versus the Eagles, and it's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, All right, we're going to stay in the NFC East, man. You called it Jazzy J, upset of the week. You said the New York football Giants would go and beat the Green Bay Packers they did that there's still questions out there for the new york giants and um with that said are the giants contenders or are they pretenders jason i'll come to you first on this one
1: i don't know
2: (laughs) (laughs) i still don't know if they're good or not i know i mean look Uh, Daniel Jones 21 of 27 that sounds good right 217 yards Saquon 13 attempts 70 yards we know Saquon is the engine he's what runs that team but are they any good are they lucky or are they good I don't know yet and it's like one of the biggest questions I believe that is in the NFL right now I don't think it's is Russell Wilson gonna get back no it's are the New York Giants any freaking good I want to know somebody please tell me
0: yeah, so we're so basically we're gonna have a push on that one. It's a push. Yeah, I can't yeah. answer it. I don't know. All right, Ozzy Fresh, we'll come to you. Contender or pretenders?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with Jason with this. Uh, actually, you're you're know, telling
0: me I'm not gonna get an no, answer no, no, from no, either no. of gonna, you guys. You're
1: gonna get an answer from me. They're not. They're not contenders, and not because they're not talented enough. I just think that they're not gonna have the luck of the draw of being able to get that wild card spot. I think they're gonna fall just short. They're gonna get their ten wins. And just like the Miami Dolphins last season and just not make the cut because they're competing with the Packers, the Vikings, the Bucks, you know, the Rams, the 49ers. Like, I don't I don't see them fitting one of those two spots. Unfortunately, they've been a great team to watch. They're that team, like I was saying on Sunday, they just don't go away. They're always in the mix and they their defense is stingy when it needs to be. And then their offense gets it done when they need to do it. And all these games have been fairly close, but they've been fucking winning these games and they're they're doing it. They're doing it with, with Brian Dayball. So I just think they're going to fall short come seeding time because obviously if Jason's saying that the Cowboys are going to be nipping at the Eagles' butts all season and the Eagles win the division, that means they possibly need three of teams from the same division to make the playoffs, and that's tough. So I, I don't know. I don't think they're – in that aspect, I do not think they're contenders, not because they're not talented enough. I just don't think they're going to make the cut. I will Jason, say this. you got something?
2: I will say this. If you are a believer in point differential – The New York Giants are plus 10 in point differential, and that's really good. And it's even more confusing because I still don't know what I'm seeing out there every Sunday. So it's a good, you know, it's an interesting watch. I think the NFC is totally just blowing our fucking minds right now.
0: Yeah, before uh, the season even started, we uh, thought that was going to be one of the worst divisions in football.
2: And uh,
0: I feel like the NFC East is always fucking like that. You think it's going to be bad, and then... They're either be bad or they'll just be really close throughout the whole season. Everybody just kind of beating each other, but um.
1: One thing we can right. count on is Carson Wentz being bad because oh God,
2: to. he's so bad. <laughs> so I want to tell <laughs> so you guys bad. something.
0: They had Ron Rivera at a press conference, and uh, one of the reporters goes, "Oh, Ron, you look at the teams like the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants. Um, they all seem to have been during the rebuilding phase at the same time as you." But these other teams are further ahead in that process. And they said, what is the reason for this? And Ron Rivera replied with a single word, fellas, a single word. He looked at the reporter and he said quarterback and Mm -hmm. nothing else. Yeah, nothing else. They didn't follow it up.
2: They have a Uh, hell of a defense. Every year, their defense is always projected to be one of the top defenses. You look at their, their line, Deron Payne, uh, Allen, Sweat, and uh, the kid from Ohio State that they Chase chose Young. number one. Yeah, Chase Young. I mean, the defense is stacked. I mean, they should be so much better. Look at the running game with Gibson, who's not – he's not – Brian Robinson starting right now. And you got a guy like Gibson who's a stud. You look at uh, the receiving core. They have some players it's out scary, there. Scary. So, scary, Terry, like why isn't Washington – Better than what their record says they are, quarterback. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. All right, we'll keep it moving. Contender or pretender, guys. The defending champion, Los Angeles Rams. Slime, I'll come to you first on this one. Where are we at? What's going on in LA? Are they contenders? Are they they going to bounce back or they're pretenders?
1: No, they're not pretenders. They're going to bounce back and make it work. And rumor has it that OBJ plans on re-signing with them. So we're probably going to see him in that uniform and help that offense go because Allen Robinson ain't it. Uh, So hopefully, you know, I love that roster. I love that team. You know, hopefully I don't want them to run it back, obviously, but I think they're definitely contenders. Jason? As
2: long as McVeigh's at the home. I actually think this is going to be an off year for the Los Angeles Rams. I think this is what the second time that they've been under five hundred uh, under McVeigh. Um, so I think they are coming off a Super Bowl hangover, and I think one player that is being very you know uh, underestimated as a loss on that offensive line because they're having a big loss on that offensive line is Whitworth. Whitworth was a anchor at the left tackle position and he's not there. He's on Thursday. Yeah, he's on. And still, he was fantastic at playing while he he was was 49. Yeah. Yeah, no, while he was 49, he was fantastic. But I think that that is a big loss for them on the offensive line. And you can see it because they're not able to run the ball. They can't run it for anything there. You look at, you know, for all you fantasy guys out there who own Cam Akers, I feel sorry for you. He's getting the touches, but they're not getting any yardage. And it's the offensive line and and one player, as we can see, because our system is all jacked up right now. But one player makes a huge difference. And I think Whitworth, the loss of him or him retiring uh, is affecting them more than what, you know, they probably thought it would.
0: So we're going to go pretenders on this one.
2: I'm going to go pretenders on this one. I don't think they're going to recover.
0: Interesting. Interesting. All right. We got two more. Then we'll close it out for this segment. And then next week, we'll do an AFC version of contender or pretenders. Um, second to last, we're going to go to the NFC North. Uh, Jason, we're going to come to you first with your babies, your favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. Are they contenders or pretenders?
2: Oh, they are such pretenders, and we're going to find oh, out, all they out on do is Sunday. Win. We're going to find out on Sunday. You're going to see. You like that? You're going to like that. <laughs> <hope> they're pretenders. <laughs>
0: All right, I, I I hope I hope they are pretenders just for the fact that we have them coming into town on Sunday. But uh slime, I'll come to you now. The Minnesota Vikings 4-0, contenders or pretenders?
1: Four and one, baby. Four and one. Let's not give them too much credit. Uh, but nah, I think they're contenders. Obviously, we saw the way they manhandled the Packers, and the Packers look like they're not the same Packers team. Uh, clearly losing to the Giants on Sunday was a big step there. Uh, so I think that they're gonna have you know more chemistry by the time the season progresses that defense gets better gets healthier that offense stops doing questionable shit sometimes and they just stick to the plan and feed justin jefferson 400 times a game and dalvin cook gets his 100 yards and they're gonna make their way to an NFC champion game so we'll see
0: all right so we're going pretenders
1: going contenders
0: uh i try to fuck you up there <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but all right like you just said it um the green bay packers took a step backwards with a loss to the new york football giants with that said slime i'm gonna keep it right where right with you we're gonna stay with you are the packers contenders they're, contenders, they're,
1: they're the best team in football it, aside in the Dolphins,
0: <laughs> this guy's not trying to sleep on the couch tonight he
2: didn't even let you finish that's the it.
0: question <laughs> <it>. <laughs> worry about it. they're straight up they're contenders they're contenders insane all right jason we're not gonna get this guy in trouble today it's only monday he's got a long week ahead of him uh the green bay packers contenders or pretenders
2: they're contenders. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that train. So, uh, Mrs. Ozzie, I, I want to be invited back to the house. The Green Bay Packers are absolute contenders. Yeah, They're gonna win the division.
1: Put
0: the fear of God in people, bro. We can't even talk about the Packers on this damn show,
2: bro. When the when the when the when the Giants won, this he sends me a text and he's just like, "Fuck, Jason." I'm like, "Oh man, I need to apologize." <laughs>
0: Well, there you go, man. Uh, Thank you guys for playing that game. It was fun. Uh, Next week, we'll run it back with an AFC version of Contender or Pretenders. Hopefully, the Miami Dolphins are foreign too, and we will not have to call them Pretenders. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's have a little bit of fun. We told you guys we have a full slated show today with all of your favorites. It is now time for Ozzy's Fact of the Day.
1: All right. Fact of the day is back, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a familiar one. Do you guys remember that song that they sing in the baseball games? It's named after a woman?
2: Um, you talking about taking me out to the ball game?
1: It's not named after a woman. How about uh, Sweet Caroline? Oh. Um, um, <laughs> so this is a famous seventh inning stretch song at Fenway Park for the Boston Red Sox. And the fact of the day goes as follows. Sweet Caroline was first played at Fenway Park in 1997 after a Red Sox employee in charge of music at the park played the song as a tribute to a friend who had given birth to a baby named Caroline. The song caught on so quickly and has played before the bottom of the eighth every single day since. So that's how you have it. Sweet Caroline, just because somebody had a baby, not because there's any other remote closeness to the artist or anything like that. Just have a kid named Caroline and they work for the team. Boom, it's there forever yeah, it's,
0: it's crazy i, I could have i swore that song was a little bit more recent but it it goes as far back as 1997 did not know I that
2: it was a long yeah, old years old as shit year.
0: yeah i didn't know it was that old fellas <laughs> i didn't know i have to admit i didn't know it was that old and another um um admission i only found out of that song from that fucking movie where they played in the you guys know what movie i'm talking
2: about fever, pitch? Talking about fever pitch there you go yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Sweet Caroline came out in 1969. And in Fever Pitch, they sang it at nice. Fenway Park. So there you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, they did
0: the whole thing at Fenway Park <laughs> with that song. And um, that's actually been one of my favorite songs. So, like, you know, ever since that movie came Did you guys know that song before that movie? Or it's just.
2: It came yes. out
1: in 1969. Big. Yeah, deal. Oh, clearly. Yeah.
2: It came out. Get your shit together.
1: <laughs> You so might be the was... only American that does not know about Sweet Caroline. It seems at this point,
0: bro. I I know about it, but it, I only know about it because of that movie. And
1: Fever Pitch come out in like ninety two. Oh
0: no shit. way! Oh
1: shit! What happened over there? Yeah. No
0: way! That that movie <laughs> is way more recent than ninety than nineteen ninety two. That uh, movie came, came out in the two thousands. Did it come out? It's in pretty the 2000s.
1: Prince Jr. So it's pretty old. No, it's yeah. not. It's Jimmy no, Fallon.
0: That's the Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon.
1: Oh, yeah it came out in 05. Oh five. Oh five. Dude, there you it's go. Still fucking a lot. Which time one is now? No, but
2: hold on. Now, which one is the Jimmy, the Freddie Prince Jr. one?
1: Well, I there don't even really know. He, Jr. One too, he
2: right? did a with Jessica Biel, right?
1: <laughs>
2: yes, he did. It's which driving me crazy. We're it was doing the, a summer yeah.
0: catch. <laughs> Dude, summer catch. That's build. what it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're really showing our age here, boys. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, let's keep having a little bit more fun. Um, Jazzy J, you fucking uh, nailed it last week. You had the Green Bay Packers on upset alert. Um, I've got to admit, when you said it, I thought you were out of your fucking mind. Um, I didn't think there was any chance that the Giants would beat the Green Bay Packers, but uh, somehow they got it right. So right now you're batting 500. You took an L the week before. But you came back with a dub this week. <laughs> what do you have in store for us this week? Week six, well, who's on upset alert?
2: I want to add an addendum to my record because I was right about Tua, so that's got to count for some points. Yeah, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yeah, we're talking
0: right, we will, upset we, alert. We, we will
2: kick you out of the fucking <laughs> show if you go down this route, bro.
0: <laughs> week six, who do you have on upset alert? Okay,
2: week six is this tough because all the games are extremely close. Um, and this one's probably not really gonna seem like an upset, but I'm gonna call it. And this is another shout out to my boy Danny. He's gonna really love this one. I'm gonna call the Dallas Cowboys on the road at Philadelphia for the upset. They're gonna come out with the W and make the it. NFC East even more confusing with two, five, and one team.
0: I love it. I think that's fucking, that's an amazing pick. No matter how you chalk it up, they're four and one. They're a good team. Everybody's calling them contenders. They're on the road against a team that's five and oh, they are the dog in this game. That's right. um, I'm so fucking excited. Guys, how great is Michael Parsons? Oh this guy's
2: fucking God. awesome. Game changer, that was a dude. Good pick. <laughs> yeah, guys, great. Guys, great fucking pick. amazing. Is
0: he going to bring um Jalen Hurts down to earth and that with everything that they're fucking doing over there or is Philly just going to Manhandle these boys. What do we Dallas's thinking? Dallas's
2: defense overall is just fantastic. I mean, and, and you add him into the mix, a superstar of a player on a great defense. Superstar. That just makes them so you know. much more dangerous. So I think he's going to have a couple big plays against him. I mean, Jalen Hurts is known to throw a pick here or there every now and again and make a dumb play. Um, So against a great defense and a super type player. Yeah, I'm going to see that happen. Cowboys, let's go.
0: Yeah, Slime, are you on this fucking cowboy I'm train too? The You're train chugging on Choo choo! <laughs> choo, choo. <laughs> well,
1: as well support some of our families since our team's
0: blowing it right now. Any, well, anything else? That's all you got? Just the choo choo? Well, <laughs> are,
1: uh, are you asking me for my opinion? <laughs> he got so excited. The on this the choo choo! <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
0: fucking hit the choo choo and said, I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: That's it.
0: <laughs> all right we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it going you, you want to spit something on that or you're good no nah, no nah, i spat all over it i'm good all right boys uh we've seen everything that's going on in the nfl with these fucking concussions um we saw the mess with tua uh we saw fucking Neam Hines just again almost collapse on the field Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw what happened to Chris Olave. That was pretty bad, too.
1: After you scored a touchdown.
0: Yeah, it was pretty scary. Um, So there's a lot going on right now. This past Sunday, the fucking Falcons were making an amazing comeback. Uh, I believe his name is Grady Jarrett, a defensive tackle for the Falcons. He got to Tom Brady. They were about to get the ball back. Wrapped him up around his waist, guys. It wasn't even as bad as the, the hit that Tua took. He didn't do the fucking full whip suplex type of tackle and they called the personal foul roughing the passer is this an overreaction to everything that we've seen in the past week week and a half or is this just tom brady getting tom brady calls um who wants to go first i'll take it take it go, uh go for slime it. raises hand first go yeah. for it I'll,
1: gotta be cooking in that we
0: gotta be cooking than that <laughs>
1: Uh, I I think it's, Tom literally has the tuck rule. It's it's Tom, you're protecting the face of your football franchise. The guy deems all this respect everywhere he goes. The referees walk up to him and admire him and they don't want to see him get hurt. I think they called it for his benefit, obviously. It was not a dirty play. Even post game, when they talked about it, he's like, I'm not a ref, I don't throw the flags out there. So he knows that he got away with something like he has all his fucking career, not to discount his talent, he's obviously the GOAT, but he gets away with a lot of shit. And this is just another faction faction of it. Because do we want to see the fucking Buccaneers be under five hundred? No. So that's why they got the call the way they did. Personally, in my opinion. But Jay, let me know what you think.
0: But before that, before that, Jay, slime, it's complete fucking bullshit, right?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. it's just It is one of the most egregious calls that I've ever seen in my life watching football. I couldn't believe my eyes. It, it, was just, it was unbelievable. This was like some fucking It was fucking like when that,
1: Russia got away with beating the U.S. in the 70s in the basketball uh,
0: Olympics. Nobody knows what you're talking about, <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. And we're going to talk about that soon. <laughs> but uh, Jason, I'll come to you. Is this an overreaction to what happened to Tua or is this Tom Brady getting Tom Brady treatment?
2: I don't think that answer is mutually exclusive to one option. Uh, yeah, I, I, I
0: don't. A- I don't think so either. So I'm glad I get to hear this side. So yeah, I think
2: it. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's Brady being Brady. I mean, he's the goat. I saw for years Michael Jordan getting pity pack calls and and you could hear even on mic'd up portions where the referee would ask Michael, "Oh, you think that was a foul?" and then Michael would be like, "Yeah," and then turn t- 2 seconds later the ref blows a whistle like, I, "It's recorded. It happens." And I think that's just the respect that the goats like Tom Brady and Michael Jordan that they get. Was it a BS call? Absolutely, absolutely. Was it an overreaction? I think yes, it is an overreaction because of what we just saw with the Tua thing, and like you said, you mentioned all those other players, the Naheem Hines and the Chris Olaves that they're going down, and and we're starting to see it more and more often, and I think this is a reaction to a lot of things. It's not just one issue where it's just the brain. I think it has to do with the scheduling, the lack of preseason games, the lack of practice before the season starts, the lack of tackling in the the practice i think all of that has to do with it and then by the time the cut the week one comes you got concussions you got groin injuries you got quad injuries you got hamstring injuries and that's all from lack of training and that's from what they're doing in the preseason and i think all of that has to they got to figure something out with the scheduling it's it's bad timing it's a bad call i get it but i don't think it's mutually exclusive to one option i think it's brady being brady yes and the two thing happening when it recently happened Yeah,
0: so I got one more for you, and we're going to keep it with you, Jason. Um, It's the same question, really. Is it an overreaction to what happened with Tua, or was it deserving of, of him being kicked out of the game? Teddy Bridgewater, he took that hit, first play of the game, didn't come back. He passed all his tests. The hit didn't look like anything. Did you guys see any head trauma in that hit? What happened? Was that an overreaction to what happened to Tua, Or should Teddy have been removed from the fucking game? I feel like the NFL fucked us over, and it was just... I have no words. Um, Yeah, no...
2: and I said, yeah, no, I hate when I do that. Um, that was an overreaction, and I think that had to do with the fact that it was the Miami Dolphins, and we were seeing it again 100%. with the Miami Dolphins. I think yes. that was 100% that, and that's why he was held back. Um, it, it escapes me, but there was a player yesterday that at one point they took his helmet away because he he grabbed his head after a hit, and I think it was a maybe a Chargers player. I can't remember. Um, but he grabbed his helmet, and it was and it was just one of those, oh, man. But they thought because he grabbed his helmet, he was touching his head because he was hurt. They did the exam, and they're like, oh, he's fine. They let him back in, and he oh. wasn't wearing a Dolphin uniform. So it, it escapes me. I'm, I'm going to find the name for you. I'll send it out later. But um, that happened yesterday. But the same situation happens in Miami, and they sit him. It was the quarterback wearing a Dolphin uniform. I think that was a complete overreaction to all the facts that recently had happened.
0: Yeah, Slime, was Teddy punished for the jersey that he happened to be wearing on Sunday?
1: Yeah, 100%. I think after the Tua incident, when it was blatantly on blast how bad concussions can be, I feel like the NFL is making a focus, and maybe these, you know— platform company cable companies are zone honing in us because now every time a player goes down the camera's like boom they're making sure they're watching every player reaction how they're getting up and you're seeing every player get hit now and and i think with heinz with the lave with freaking teddy bridgewater that happened it's definitely and because like you guys said it's the dolphins and they're like there's no way in hell we're gonna put another concussed guy back into this fucking game like we did recently like i'm sure this must have came from pr from somebody up that was like do not let him back in if it's even the minimalist of concussions, we cannot be the team that puts two guys out there, mild or not, or, you know, past test or not. If he had those symptoms, shut him down. And I think that's just what it was from just a saving face perspective, along with how the NFL has been portraying every fucking injury, it seems like. it's We're noticing it now. This wasn't as blatantly obvious when every player gets hit the way we're seeing it the last couple of weeks after two was injured. And I think that played big time into letting Ted... Bridgewater
0: back in the game. Yeah, I have to agree with you 100%. Somebody called and said, "Mm mm-mm, not the Dolphins. You ain't doing that shit twice. Um, Teddy was punished for the jersey that he happened to wear on Sunday. Jason, I think you had one uh, take you wanted to get out?
2: Yeah, I just want to say that's a great point, what Ozzy was saying, that uh, a player gets hurt, and now the cameras are automatically zooming in on him. The Red Zone channel, which was famously for taking the camera off of the game that a player got hurt from so that you wouldn't have to stop action, is now going to those games when the player gets hurt, and they're showing you the injury. So that, that's a total reversal, and that's how the the game is totally switching. It's like the attention is totally on that issue in the head. Are we taking care of the players? You know, Theoretically, are they taking care of the players?
0: yeah, it's gonna be interesting, but it's a damn shame that we were victims of that this past Sunday, but um whatever, man. we're gonna move along. All right, if you stuck around for the live show, uh, we see you. we see the numbers up top. Thank you guys for joining us and being a part of this show. Um, if you stuck around for the he did what? Man, I really think Slime has something up his <laughs> sleeve today. Um, he's been holding this shit for about two or three weeks because uh, the schedule change and everything that we've gone through at the show, we haven't been able to get it out. But uh, it's fucking here today. He's batting a 1,000, and I know he's going to knock this one out to park. Slime, take it away with the he did what.
1: He did what? So what? this week's he did what is titled, and Jason, get ready for this one. Ooh. Circumcision by gun.
2: Oh, you got me.
0: <laughs> I told right. you guys he had something up his sleeve.
1: <laughs> Here we go. He do what? A robber in Chicago faced the ultimate punishment when he shot his own dick, according to the Sun-Times. In October, 19-year-old On Pouncy held up a hot dog stand with a gun in the West That's Pullman convenient. neighborhood on the city's south side shortly after 6 a.m. After snatching the cash, he made a break for it, and his gun accidentally discharged directly into his penis. The unlucky robber was taken to Christ Medical Center and then arrested. He joins the rack, <laughs> the racks. He joins the ranks of other infamous dickless movie villains like the mugger from Robocock, the villain from Twenty One Street, and obviously Varys from The Game of Thrones. Did so, you say the
0: mugger from Robocock?
1: Damn it! You got <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I was hoping that'd go unnoticed, but definitely meant Robocock. I mean, cop. Rodian <laughs> slipped there, but that's your he did what circumcised uh, by a gun, woo-hoo. and irony, holding up a hot dog stand. Yes,
0: the guy robbed
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He holds up a glizzy stand and shoots his glizzy.
1: <laughs> you can't write shit better than this. <laughs> That's what he did one of the week, folks. I've been holding that shit for two weeks. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, that, that was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That Good was job. Fantastic. We're so happy to have that segment back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, man, we're going to wrap it up we have one more uh, message on the chat line that I was saving till we got to the end of the show. So the audience wants to oh. know. And uh, oh, where we have do doubters you know?
1: Yes, yes, we have yes. Doubters in the house.
0: You, you took, you took it away from me, squad, <laughs> but they're just assuming that you lost last week's bet. And then you're going to have to drink the wine for what He's it's worth. I have lose. faith in you.
1: Thanks, I have bro. faith.
0: I got faith in you. So, um, to the audience that's listening, the bet hasn't been completed. We still have tonight's game. Ozzy Fresh has Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey, I believe Josh Jacobs too. Uh, he's exactly. got a plethora of players tonight. I believe Jason has some people going tonight as well. I yeah, got, so uh, the game is-
2: Mac Collins, I think.
0: Mac- oh, oh, oh man, if that's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did 60 points. MBS,
2: I got MBS, I MBS. Okay, who's that? Oh, Scatling. Yeah.
0: All uh, right, that guy that is that guy not, again. Yeah, he is not oh. worthy I got, of that I his got his the name. kicker.
2: I got the kicker. Dan Carlson, I got their kicker. Got okay, their okay. So right. the well, bet
0: yeah. the bet is still in motion. It is not over um depending on how the week goes we might have another episode this week possibly thursday if not we will definitely have the a wine chugging contest uh next week on monday's show fucking punishment (laughs) it's gonna
2: be ozzy you a red or a white guy
0: it's not a contest it's a fucking punishment (laughs) all right man uh jason i'm gonna give it to you uh last words do what you do give these fucking people some hope so they can put the knife down and we don't cut ourselves
2: i just want to tell everybody all the fans out there we love y'all we thank y'all for supporting us like ozzy's gonna repeat to y'all do the subscribe thing, you know and uh keep watching the show Don't be rats off a ship. Relax. We're just going through a little injury bug. Once you get over the injury bug, you're back at 100%. And we've seen what this team looks like when they were at 90% and missing a player here or there. They're fantastic. They got off to a 3 one start. So we start off the second quarter of the season with the loss. It's okay. We're going to be fine. R-E-L-A-X.
1: You sound yeah, like, it a sounds like the fucking horse. power
2: love hour here bro
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> yes, we were the fullest there. i was like yo this guy sounded sexy as fuck right now. <laughs> all right slime
0: plug us in do what you do
1: all right well you already know what it is catch us on every social media platform circle the slime podcast look for us on facebook we're looking for some more engagement on facebook y'all so we could share it Share our posts. They're public. When you see them, share them, like them, love them. Put the love icon on there. Show that you really appreciate it. Um, Also, Instagram, you guys have been great on there. Keep the DMs coming. It helps us with the content. Uh, Twitter, please keep that. Twitch, YouTube, like on YouTube. Very important. Like, subscribe, leave comments, please. You guys have been great interacting with us during the episode, so keep doing that. Appreciate y'all so much. Other than that, you know. It's another great week. It's Monday. Hope all y'all get to it. If you work this week, awesome. If you don't, even more awesome because you're not working. So do your thing. We love you and uh, spread the word. Get ready for
2: Victory Monday.
0: Oh, There we go. Ozzy with the the legit mic drop. Give it to him. (laughs) Yeah, like my slime said again.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that
0: was on <all> purpose. <laughs> let's get that. Uh, let's get some more momentum on that Facebook uh, to the audience. If you guys are listening, if you could help us with that, you guys help us with every everything. You guys are so fucking awesome. Uh, we're here because of you and we appreciate you guys so much. And um, I guess it's my turn to do what I always do. So let's fucking do it. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at, wherever you are, if you made us, the Circle of Slime, a part of your day, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. It's me, your boy, Skinny, Jazzy J. And the one and only, Ozzy fucking fresh.
1: Peace out, everybody. Ski! Huh? This
0: fucking guy.